0: From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis for more than 20 years. Heard
1: around the globe on NPR Worldwide. Major funding for Bill Street Caravan is provided by the AutoZone Corporation and Memphis Tourism.
0: Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat mitchell Worley,
1: And I'm Jared Boyd.
0: This week on Beale Street Caravan, we have Ghost Town Blues Band on the show.
1: Grammy-nominated bluesman Guy Davis will be with us to deliver an installment of the Blues Hall of Fame, an exploration of the lives of the pioneers and innovators enshrined in the Blues Hall of Fame here in Memphis, Tennessee. Brought to you by the Blues Foundation.
0: That's all coming up right now on Beale Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey,
1: JB. We got to set the tone and pump ourselves right on up for the group that we have on the show today.
0: I'm not sure we can match the energy of Ghost Town Blues Band, but we can certainly try.
1: Although the group is known as a true Memphis original, this band incorporates elements of music from all over the South to contribute to a signature sound that's all their own.
0: That's a fair assessment. This amped-up blues ensemble is the sum of several parts. It's a little bit Bill Street, a little bit Bourbon Street, and a bit of Backwoods, too.
1: Of course, we don't mean that in a bad way, and it wouldn't be the only contradiction battling within their influences. Ghost Town is also noted for being equal parts revivalist and contemporary giving their fans something both nostalgic and somewhat cutting edge.
0: And their long list of influences, which includes everyone from Dr. John to W.C. Handy, isn't just an example of the band's leadership paying lip service to the purists of the genre. Ghost Town has a list of accolades that rivals their list of direct forebears.
1: Yeah, the crew has held down the blues stage at the Montreal Jazz Festival. They've toured the globe with their act. They have five Blues Blast Music Award nominations and were runners up in the International Blues Challenge, among numerous other honors.
0: Their latest release, Shine, debuted at number one on the Billboard Blues chart and currently holds the number one spot on the Relics record charts.
1: And we had the privilege of getting right up in there, up close and personal with their performance at Rail Garden in Midtown Memphis.
0: And as we mentioned, Ghost Town is all about the live show. This is one of those bands that when you see them perform, you can't help but react to what's happening on stage because they're pulling you in.
1: So here they are. Ghost Town Blues Band live on Bill Street Caravan
2: Taylor
1: Orr on the Vogels, y'all. Here's more from Ghost Town Blues Band, live on Bill Street Caravan.
2: i
0: That was Ghost Town Blues Band live on Bill Street Caravan. For more info on the group, visit GhostTownBluesBand.com. We'll be
1: back with more music from the band in just a bit.
0: Up next, Grammy-nominated bluesman Guy Davis takes us through the life histories of the pioneers and innovators enshrined in the Blues Hall of Fame. This segment is brought to you by the Blues Foundation, and it's also available as a standalone podcast through iTunes. ¶¶
3: If Beale Street could talk, if Beale Street could talk, a married man would pack up his bed and walk. So wrote W.C. Handy in his 1917 hit Beale Street Blues. Ten years later, Beale Street could talk. Its voice belonged to a ragged ensemble of guitar pickers and ballroom poets known as the Memphis Jug Band. The jug band featured a revolving cast, male and female, some were nannies, cooks, mechanics, and yard men by day. These everyday folk made everyday objects sing. In the hands of the jug band, a wash tub, broom handle, and string became a bass. Blowing into a clay whiskey jug took the place of a drum. Even a comb could be soloed on. They made the contents of a custodial closet sound like this circus mixed with a bachelor party, raunchy, raucous, and fun. While the group's members, instruments, and sound changed wildly, one part of the Memphis jug band remained constant. Will Shade. Shade wrote songs for all crowds and occasions, from white kids' birthday parties to alleyway throwdowns. He was the group's ears and eyes. He maintained connections with the lowest dives on 4th Street and the most powerful man in Memphis. Each spring, the city boss, Mr. E.H. Crump, rented a luxury train car to carry himself and his cronies over to Hot Springs, Arkansas. They'd go for the horse races and celebrate the whole way. Crump hired Will Shade and the Memphis Jug Band to ride along and entertain. As the train rattled over the Mississippi River, Shade and the band set up in a corner beside a table where the boss's boys rolled dice. The boss's train car gleamed like a casino on wheels, green carpet, brass fixtures, and crystal chandeliers. The boss's boys all had their flasks out like prohibition ended. The band wore matching white shirts and pants with shiny black shoes that said, At your service. They heard the dice cackle and the boys shout. They watched Mr. Crump himself stride toward the craps table. The boss was a sight. He stood well over six feet tall with his long white hair flowing. He said, Let me shoot one time for $50. Nobody ever told the boss no. He scooped up the dice, rolled a seven and said, That's all. The boss cleaned up his money and turned to Will Shade. Crump cocked his head at the dice players and said, the trouble is they don't know when to quit. Shade couldn't do much more than nod and smile. He could nudge back with his music. Shade thought Mr. Crump didn't know when to quit either. The boss personally censored the local black newspapers. He monitored the activities of local black political leaders. He needed for his Negroes to behave the way he thought they should. Shade signaled the group, and they struck one up. Hattie Hart belted those cocaine blues.
2: Cocaine habits, mighty bad, it's the worst
3: old
2: habits that I ever
3: had. Shade and the band clowned and reassured the crump cronies that everything was all right. Jug band didn't mean no harm but if anyone listened up close, they might catch some more meaning. Around Beale, all-night drugstores packed cocaine in little white boxes and sold it for a nickel. Cocaine fueled crime. Policemen found little white boxes left in holding cells and even the witness stand at city court. It didn't end there, as the song went. Since cocaine went out of style, you can catch him shooting needles all the while. Coke hurt his city, but Crump let it go. Retailers all paid their taxes to the boss, and the trade flourished. It was ancient Memphis history. Shade remembered hearing the banjo players out on Beale Street when he was a boy. I went to Mr. Lehman about half past nine, said to Mr. Lehman, I only got a dime to get my habits on, to get my habits on. I went to Mr. Lehman about half past ten, said to Mr. Lehman, I'm back again to get my habits on, to get my habits on. I went to Mr. Lehman about half past seven, said to Mr. Lehman, I'll never get to heaven with my habits on, with my habits on. Shade found out Lehman's was the drugstore that stayed open all the time for the sniffs. He was in on the joke now. Right down the block, he heard another singer on the same thing. Sniff my cocaine, sniff it by the grain. Doctor said it'd kill me, but it didn't say when. Hey, hey, honey, take a whiff on me. He rolled the words over and over in his mouth. The doctor said it'd kill me, but he didn't say when. The song felt funny and carefree, but sinister. The whole approach shaped Will Shade's view of music. He realized that a few words said right could bring a whole scene, a whole story to life. He knew in his gut that a black man had to be careful what he said and how he said it. As Shade grew up, the rest of the world around him started clicking into song. He learned that white ambulances took people to the hospital, but mortuaries ran the black ambulances. Shade heard someone say, if they pick you up, you automatically did. He listened closely to Beale Street talking. There are two drivers in there. One driver take a needle and stick it in you feel your pulse and say oh he's dead come on let's take him to the morgue and that's the end of you. Shade composed a masterpiece around the story a piece every bit as spare and evocative as what Ernest Hemingway was writing at the same time and just as real Back on the train to Hot Springs Shade knew it wouldn't be long before the boss said play little Margie for me The boss's favorite song, he loved that margie, but he never got the title right. Shade delivered an announcement to the train. At this time, the jug band wished to cordially express gratitude to Mr. W.C. Handy of Broadway in New York for getting the Honorable Mr. E.H. Crump elected emperor of the city of Memphis. The cronies burst into ear-splitting laughter, held their flask high, and took a deep drink. Shade had one more thing to tell Mr. Crump. Everybody on Beale Street knew Red Lawrence. Red bootlegged, gambled, and ran a speakeasy for black customers called the Bucket of Blood. Beale Street and the boss both knew Red's story. Red saw himself as an angel of vengeance after he lost his mother to a homicide, and he swore he'd honor her memory by killing no-good cheats and tramps. The street called Red something else. It all came out one night. Red gambled in a dice hall run on the riverside at Mud Island by a guy named Willie Butts and his partner called Cut Deep. A free-for-all broke out, and Red pulled his sleek silver thirty-eight. When the smoke cleared, Willie Butts lay dead, while Cut Deep nursed a badly bleeding gunshot wound through the chin. With no more fuss, Red checked himself right into jail. He stood before Judge Harsh the next morning, staring the judge in the eye, pled guilty. Judge Harsh said, ten years for murdering Willie Butts and five for wounding cut deep. But Beale Street barely had time to rejoice before Boss cut Red loose. Will Shade knew Red was a police informant. He was the boss's eyes and ears on Beale. He turned over the names of gamblers and his competitors in the bootleg liquor business. They got sentenced to 11 months and 29 days for playing a little game or pushing a little shine, while Red got away with murder. Red filled the county farm at harvest time. Shade turned the story into his most stinging critique of the Crump regime. He framed Red's story around the old Mr. Lehman's first structure. Like cocaine habit, an ambulance man? Snitchin' Gambler blues exposed the world Boss Crump reigned over. Now that Beale Street could talk, the boss didn't always like what it had to say.
2: Now I hate Wasn't it good Lord hate sin? If they ever get me into trouble...
3: So After Snitchin' Gambler died down, Mr. Crump sauntered his way over to the band. Shade saw the boss's eyelid fluttering. Mr. Crump stopped and stood in front of him, his bushy eyebrows bouncing. The boss looked down and said, Can you play Little Margie for me? Nobody told the boss no. In a world that oppressed Will Shade's rights and suppressed his free speech, the jug band masked biting social commentary behind their raucous carefree style no one else had the nerve and verve to tell Mr. Crump the truth. As the train from Hot Springs chugged back into Memphis and the band collected its fee, Shade realized they'd even made the boss pay for it.
2: He's in the jailhouse now He's in the jailhouse now Steady and staying at home
0: Thanks for listening to the Blues Hall of Fame podcast, brought to you by the Blues Foundation. The Blues Hall of Fame podcast is produced by Bill Street Caravan for the Blues Foundation, written by Preston Lauterbach and voiced by Guy Davis. For more information on the Blues Foundation, go to blues.org. caravan has brought the sounds of Memphis to public radio airwaves for more than 20 years, and now you can see what we've been talking about. Check out our series of digital shorts through our website, or go to IListenToMemphis.com.
1: I Listen to Memphis is about Memphis music today, the people who make it, and the places and culture that fuel it. I listen to Memphis.com.
0: AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com.
1: Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from Memphis Travel, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back. For those of you just tuning in, we've got Ghost Town Blues Band on the show today.
0: They might be the only band around with a rapping trombonist.
1: That certainly sets you apart from most blues ensembles, but that isn't the only thing that makes this band stand out on paper and on stage.
0: Not every performing act can have a signature instrument, but the guys from Ghost Town are nearly synonymous with a cigar box guitar, often played by frontman Matt Isbell.
1: They've also got a bit of auxiliary percussion in the way of, get this, an electric analog broom.
0: Isbell is a Frankenstein of sorts, creating nifty cigar box guitars, glass bottle slides, and other folksy musical instruments. They're all for sale via his Memphis Cigar Box bespoke instrument shop.
1: That's good news for any wannabe bluesman out there who might be listening at home, finding themselves inspired by the music of the Ghost Town Blues Band.
0: Are we going to get a JB Cigar Box concert soon? Is that what I'm hearing? Not quite, Pat. I think that I'm probably only qualified to play that electric broom. Here's more from the Ghost Town Blues Band live on Beale Street Caravan.
2: Oh, yeah, that members trying to take it all the way down to New Orleans. It's that-
4: Snow in it!
2: To satisfy the big Shirley, a big Shirley. Yeah, she like a kind of music make a chicken jump. Playin' blue, she should be shaking her around. There's a whole lot of shakin' going on. Right up on Jones shore, so said somethin' to say, Big Shirley. I didn't when he got in the way. Steppin' on little feet, great big thighs. Even fine Mississippi could recognize the big Shirley. You hey. like a car, the that you gotta that be shakin' that wrong car Shake what you want to you. you got to shake what you to
1: Street Caravan with Matt Isbell from Ghost Town Blues Band. How's it going, man? Man, I'm good, dude. Awesome, awesome, man. Welcome back to town. For 36 hours. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it goes, man. That's, On the road, hitting it. It's incredible. I mean, when you have a schedule like that and you come back into town in Memphis, Tennessee, what are all the things that you have? Man, to do?
5: I raked the front yard this morning before the rain came. <laughs> Got to make sure the kids' homework gets done. Yeah. Got to knock out this interview, got a quick recording session, and then we leave town.
1: You know, I wanted to specifically get you in here and talk a bit about
5: how did Ghost Town Blues Band even come to be in a city like Memphis, Tennessee? We are Memphis. We're like a real melting pot of Memphis musicians. We got six guys in the group, sometimes seven. And we all come from totally different backgrounds, but uh, we all pretty much met on Beale Street, playing gigs, cutting our teeth over the years. And uh, like Suavo is my trombone player. He's a hip hop artist in his own right. He's been with me the longest. And with that being said, our guitar player, he's kind of like the jam band, rock and roller, uh, lead guitar player, Taylor Orr. And then our drummer, he kind of comes from the school of stacks and that funk school of Prince and all that. And our bass player, he's like a jazz whiz. And our keyboard player is kind of a jazz church guy. And then there's me, like the folk singer-songwriter, and like, I don't know, man, the cosmos came together and just (laughs) made us one. That's incredible. I mean,
1: when you're doing records and when you're playing shows, how do you fit all those different styles into one repertoire?
5: We get a 90-minute set here 75-minute set there, and it's always like a point of contention to figure out what songs we're going to play, how we're going to try to get our message across, how we're going to display who we are in that short amount of time, but we make it happen for the most part.
1: Band is assembled this way, that some may say, you know, it's like a jam band or a band that they at least know for their live show. Also, I'm sure it probably be hard to contain that element of the call and response and the energy of being in the room and all those things into a record. How did that happen this time around, particularly with Shine?
5: Yeah, this is our fifth one and uh, honestly, we just decided to just saddle up this beast and just ride it. It really turned out to be this really cool Roots American record with its roots running deep into blues, but not necessarily stemming from it.
1: Congrats with the success on this record. I mean, you yeah, guys are uh, you're number one on, on Relics right uh, now? Yeah,
5: I think we're number one on the Relics jam bands chart, if that means anything. It's a radio chart. Sure. But more importantly, we got number one on Billboard blues. And what I thought was cool was number 26 on the Billboard rock charts. It's incredible. I didn't even know you could get both. Sure. <laughs>
1: Uh, you guys have traveled all over the U.S., some bit of Canada, and in Europe?
5: A ton of Canada. We've had one trip to Europe. We okay. played Germany last year, and we're trying to get right back over there. It was right. awesome. Awesome. Are
1: there any cities that you've seen that, that sort of remind you of home since you
5: guys aren't, aren't home as much Oh, man, anymore. nothing's like Memphis, dude. It's a small town, but it's a big town. When you're here, you forget it's a small town. Uh, when, you're, when you're living, you got all the amenities of a, of a large city and everything, but... Man, it's Memphis. Yeah. There's nothing like home. Awesome.
1: I kind of want to talk about some of your other ventures. I know you got the cigar box, uh, guitar. How'd that end up being sort of your your calling card on stage and even something that you're able to share with the world through selling and
5: customizing? Yeah, man. It's kind of crazy. It's just one of those natural things. I nurtured it as I noticed what it was doing, but um, the cigar box thing is kind of cool. I really just started making them because you can't swing a dead cat in Memphis without hitting like 25 good guitar players. And I'm not the best guitar player in town by any stretch, but I'm the best silverware chest player in Memphis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I play my grandma's silverware chest on my daily. Sure. And uh, it's kind of a cigar box guitar thing, but i just trying to be something different. Like, that's where we get our marching band entrance came from. It's just like nobody was doing it at the time and we're looking for a way to stand out. And that kind of that cigar box thing kind of did the same thing for us. And also, the, the, the electric analog broom. Yeah, it's weird. It's a push broom that's got microphonic elements to it. It's really a door buzzer with a reverse polarity element that, uh, you know, works like a, it works like a charm. So where do these ideas come from? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I I turned off the TV a while back, and once I did that, my creativity just started to bloom. My mom was a clothing designer and a costume designer, and some of her work was actually in the Smithsonian before she passed and then my dad was an architectural interior designer there's always a lot of creativity floating around my house and um i I didn't grow up well off but i didn't grow up poor but if we didn't have it my parents always encouraged us to make it and so man it's just a creative crazy just mind-bending Experience. Uh, you guys are familiar with the competition circuit too. That's correct. We didn't really know what we were getting into, mm-hmm. and then once we did it the first year, we got in the finals, and we were like, "Oh, this is a big deal." And we noticed that the people getting high up, placement, winning, or second place have really had some great careers, and it's really opened up the door for us too. But uh, we didn't go into it with the mindset of "Let's go win this thing." We just thought, "Hey, it's cool networking vibe."
1: Yeah. You know, playing this sort of music in, in the lyrics. You know, is it, does it ever? Feel personal to you, or is it, is, it, is it all just sort of sort of good times?
5: I'm not a very good communicator. I get stumbling on my words all the time when I'm thinking. My mind moves real fast, and one of the ways that I can't communicate is I can sit down and and plan out a song and and really put down what I want to get across on paper, and then eventually uh, sing it out loud with my eyes closed.
1: We've got a session tonight. Is it already time to start talking about a new record? I oh, mean, no. You guys are no, like,
5: no, 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 no. So you're, you're home for 36 hours, and where are you shipping out to? <laughs> we're going to Florida to do a run down there, and a little family time for Thanksgiving. I don't know when this thing airs, but uh, then we're up to Canada, and... The year is over, and we start all over again. Absolutely. Well, much success to you, and thanks so much for coming by again. Thank you, brother.
0: Absolutely. All right, man.
5: Cheers. Yeah.
0: Here's more from Ghost Town Blues Band live on Bill Street Caravan.
2: anticipate you being the rules just to aggravate You change your mind about a thousand times you make it hard for me to read the signs you got a face of an angel heart made to go the feel that's so The trip you're wrong when you dream like The tears from my eyes. Yeah, the moonshine keeps me warm. Related.
0: was the Ghost Town Blues Band live on Bill Street Caravan. For more on the band, visit ghosttownbluesband.com. Though
1: they are sons of Memphis, you might see them in your town before we catch them back here at home. These guys live on the road, spreading that Memphis blues sound all around the globe.
0: That's right. Keep them on your radar. They might be coming around your way real soon. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, Memphis Tourism, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, and Tennessee Tourism, for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible.
1: We like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You won't find programming like this anywhere else.
0: You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use the hashtag IListenToMemphis.
1: Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com. And sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be
0: next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We'll be back next week. So until then, I'm Pat Mitchell Worley. And I'm Jared Boyd. And you've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.